0: Beloved, the phrase any moment now is defined as an indication that something of great importance is about to happen very soon. It is an alert to be aware and to be ready. When the Church of Jesus Christ was birthed on Pentecost 2,000 years ago, even then true believers expected Jesus to return and longed for that day. And while 2,000 years may seem like a very long time ago to us, In God's mind, it is as if two days have passed, for to Him a thousand years is as a day, and a day is as a thousand years. That is very significant in terms of the seven-day millennial theory that we covered in a past episode, which indicates that there have been six thousand years, or six prophetic days, since the creation of the world, bringing us to the doorstep of the seventh day in which the thousand-year reign of Lord Jesus will commence. This means that we are truly in the last prophetic minutes and even seconds before the rapture of God's true church could, at any moment, take place. Additionally, another point of truth to be considered is that while the early church longed for the Lord's return, we are the first generation since the church was birthed from within the womb of Peter's confession that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, that lives in a time when everything is prophetically in place and readied for the very last things to make their entrance, with the technology innovations leading the charge for the Antichrist global empire to make its debut. And in concert with these things, Scripture is coming alive as the countries that God's word has indicated will attack Israel with the intent to destroy her, are lining up, leading to the eventual standoff at Armageddon, when the King of kings will once and for all wield his final victory against all evil and the corrupt ones who perpetrated it. And then there is the revisitation of the days of Noah that Lord Jesus said would permeate the world just prior to his return, with vileness, perversion, and debauchery that is so prominent in this very hour that you can almost smell the stench of wickedness filling the very air that we breathe. And as all this is coming to fruition, God's watchmen on the wall are sounding the alarm to awaken, and to recalibrate our focus away from the distractions of this world with fine-tuned magnification on our calling as God's ambassadors of light and truth to a darkened and sin-riddled world. That's really what all the updates and our keeping track of current trends and technological advancements are all about. We are on the verge of everything that the living word, the great I am, has promised shall come to pass. And time is truly running out, no matter how much the mockers ridicule this reality. And the God of love, who desires that none would perish, but that all would come to the saving knowledge of his Son, Lord Jesus the Christ, is sounding love's last call to those who have ears to hear and hearts to receive. That is why we must not shrink back nor neglect our holy mandate to be his voice in proclamation of salvation's truth while there is yet time. In a rapture-ready commentary entitled Racing Toward the Rapture, they write, These thoughts encompass the many things of prophetic progression going on as we enter 2023. Issues and events are indeed speeding full force toward the twinkling of an eye instant when we hear Jesus shout our names and call us up to meet him in the air. We are in a race against time, and that race is full of obstacles made up of evil and corruption at every level. With Luciferian maliciousness toward God becoming overwhelmingly evident in this hour, just take a look at all the levels of resistance to godliness through the past year, like the woke insanity that has assaulted America and the world, bringing about the recognition that God has turned much of our country over to the reprobate mind of Romans one twenty eight. Defection from a strong stance against such insanity by even formerly staunch Christian churches has risen to apostate levels. Devilish practices, including transvestites being allowed to perform for our children, have even entered some denominations. And 2023 portends even more hellish lasciviousness. This, while at the same time that the globalist cabal, the demonic and human powers and principalities described in Ephesians 6.12, make plans in the New Year's first month to bring on the Antichrist rule as quickly as possible. Klaus Schwab's World Economic Forum seems at the moment to be the primary force in this accelerated effort to bring about one world government. On January sixteenth, two 2023, the WEF met to deal with the following agenda items to create systems of control. This is the nucleus of their much ballyhooed great reset. One, a new system to deal with energy and food crisis. Two, a new system to deal with high inflation, low growth, and high economy. Three, a new system based on the use of technology. Four, a new system to deal with social issues. And five, a new system to deal with dialogue and cooperation in a multipolar world. In his book, The Fourth Industrial Revolution, Schwab wrote that previous industrial revolutions liberated humankind from animal power, made mass production possible, and brought digital capabilities to billions of people. This fourth industrial revolution is, however, fundamentally different. It is characterized by a range of new technologies that are fusing the physical, digital, and biological world, impacting all disciplines, economies, and industries, and even challenging ideas about what it means to be human." The satanic powers are in a race to have everything in order for the Antichrist global empire to sit as his throne upon which he will wield tyrannical power over every man and woman who will be left behind after the rapture of God's true church. And as this marathon of wickedness sprints toward its mark, Lucifer's minions are feverishly working through increasing knowledge that Daniel the prophet wrote would be one of the major indicators of the Lord's soon return, as recorded in Daniel 12.4. We see that increased knowledge manifesting in the technological advancements that are bringing the once imaginations of sci-fi to a looming and nefarious reality. In a commentary for Israel, my glory, entitled Dark Innovation, The Role of Technology in Revelation 13, they write, Imagine a world of the future. It is a desperate world where human beings are controlled by a single tyrannical power. If we look behind the curtain to see what energizes this power, we find something much more sinister than a corrupt political agenda or master plan of greed. We find a plot hatched by the dark prince of the universe whose ambition is to become God. The book of Revelation prophesies a future government that Satan will control and use, deceive and manipulate the nations through the Antichrist and his false prophet. In Revelation 13:14 to 18, it is written, And he, the false prophet, deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, the Antichrist telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast, who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. Verses 16 to 18 are undoubtedly the most familiar passages in Revelation not only to believers, but also to millions of unchurched people who know nothing about prophecy and may never have opened a Bible. Those who receive the mark commit the ultimate tragic and irrevocable choice to reject Christ and embrace the Antichrist as God, thus reaping everlasting judgment. They will have committed the unforgivable sin, and will have no chance of forgiveness on this side of heaven or in the eternity to come. Revelation 13, 14-15 describes the world stage that precedes the mark of the beast. The false prophet, who has the Antichrist co-conspirator, will perform counterfeit miracles and exercise global power as a religious leader. The most spectacular of his feats will be the Antichrist's stage resurrection, after it appears he was assassinated, as confirmed in verse 14. Although the false prophet gives lifelike breath to the image of the beast, as confirmed in verse 15, it will be left to the individuals around the world to build the image, as confirmed in verse 14. And those who refuse to worship the image will be killed. This joint project for interactive imagery will be coordinated by a central command that connects everyone worldwide to a despotic system of control, raising the specter of innovation to run amok. How might technology play a part in these events? The manufacturing of this image is obviously significant, since Revelation mentions the image six more times in chapter 14, verse 9 and 11 chapter 15, verse 2, chapter 16, verse 2, chapter 19, verse 20, and chapter 20, verse 4. In the last decade and a half, technology has provided us with a glimpse of how this particular part of the most demonic scheme in human history might be accomplished and in our next segment we will pick up here to learn how the technological advancements in our here and now are playing that major role in the soon to be manifested one world empire of the antichrist and his mark which we mandated to be taken or the refuser will be killed until then i leave you with revelation 22 8 to 10 which record the words of John the Apostle, our forerunner in truth. And I, John, am the one who heard and saw these things. And when I heard and saw, I fell down to worship at the feet of the one who showed me these things. And he said to me, Do not do that. I am a fellow servant of yours and of your brethren the prophets and of those who heed the words of this book. Worship God and he said to me do not sew up the words of the prophecy of this book for the time is near and as always beloved i bid you his agape you've been listening to love's last call with evangelist carol ann of agape light ministries if you have a prayer request please contact us at agape light ministries P.O. Box 6313 Chesterfield, Missouri 63006 or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com